gender reveals across the land, the podcast hour is close at hand. Leah crawls in search of blood in preparation for motherhood. And no doubt Mike shall be found in the graveyard just getting down. Baby quest tonight. An approaching baby inside your womb means I really need to paint her room. Baby, oh baby quest. And let us check the baby app. Today she's the size of a vampire bat. Baby, baby quest. And though you fight to stay awake, your body does protest. For no mere mortal can resist the thriller of Baby Quest. <laughs> <laughs> doing the entire episode like that my name is fright squealer no bleh Ooh, it's halloween it's not it's november 2nd it's also not that for us it's almost halloween i guess so Today we're going to talk about ooh dead babies. Woo! Oh God. Okay. The spookiest. No. Okay. How are you? Uh, you're supposed to say my name is Mike. I said my name is Fright Squealer. Okay. Well, I'm Leah. What's your scary um, name, though? This is Baby Quest. What's your scary name, sir? Leah. 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 Instead of Leah Day, what about Leah Night? Because that's the scary no, time. That's the joke that all the kids made in elementary school. Wasn't funny then, it's not funny now. What about instead of Leah, it's like. Lee. There are no puns for Leah. No, see, told you. Freaky. <laughs> Okay, so this week on Baby Crest, we are gonna talk. Baby Crest! Like the toothpaste? I don't know, that's what you said, I thought. No. I was just trying to go along with your thing. God. (laughs) You said Baby Crest. What are we talking about this week? Halloween! Getting ready for Christmas! No. Because it's November! You really need to stop with the voice. Um, like our favorite jack-o'-lanterns, no. this year's hottest jack-o'-lanterns, funniest baby costumes. What if I dress up as Mike Pence and then a baby goes on my head and that's like the fly? We dress up a baby like a fly? I guess it would make more sense if we had our own baby to do that with who's random baby are you taking to do this Uh, just you borrow a baby or what about borat this year's hottest baby costume is borat too 
No. What about Mandalorian? Remember the Mandalorian? I remember Baby Yoda. No, that's... What if... Okay, here's baby co- this baby costume idea. The baby is dressed as the Mandalorian. No. And then the adult is dressed as, like, Yoda in a diaper. <laughs> okay, that's what I want to do next year. This is Should really doing. preface this episode with, like, Leah has a headache and <laughs> was in, like, a rage state for, like, an hour right before we started recording this. That's why I'm trying to bring the good so energy. So, obviously, Mike's jokes are landing particularly well tonight. Mm-hmm. It's great. So, what do you want to talk about, then, that's not spooks, not scares? So, I thought we could talk about pregnancy misconceptions oh so i thought we were going to talk about one particular misconception of pregnancy i guess it is like kind of focused on one particular misconception so the idea that seems to be populated generally by the media that like pregnancy liberal media i don't know the left-wing liberal media i'm not saying which side of the media just the medium that pregnancy is this like wonderful experience and as a person who is able to carry a baby it is magical for that person and that this is what your body was designed to do and you just need to like allow your body to do what it was designed to do and it will be fine Mm-hmm. And you will have a blissful 40 weeks of being pregnant and then your body will know what to do and you will go into labor and if you just listen to your bodily cues, you will be able to birth a baby mm-hmm. and everything will be great. So to counter that point, I know we're going to get much, much more into this, but to counter your entire thesis, one of the most... One of the most things I know about pregnancy, I read about it in probably like the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal or one of those left coast elite rags, uh, is that morning sickness is a thing. And yeah. that's like, oh boy, how you feeling? Pregnancy, morning sickness, yucky. Yeah. And I think that is like, you know, most people know... Even people who, you know, haven't been pregnant or haven't been around a pregnant person, they know about morning sickness. But I feel like if you're not vomiting, Mm -hmm. like, every day or multiple times a day, then it's kind of like, well, you don't have it that bad. You're not vomiting. And then it feels like that's, like, the threshold that you have to reach. That if you're not vomiting, well, then, like... Your pregnancy isn't that bad, and, like, you should just be grateful that it's not that bad. Okay. Whereas, like, there can be lots of symptoms you have that aren't vomiting. Like, you can just feel incredibly nauseous the whole time and not actually vomit. Yeah. Let's... I don't like when podcasts talk about vomiting, so I get (laughs) it, and let's move away from that now. You were the one who brought up vomiting, not me. So the general consensus is that everyone who's pregnant is happy and glowing when when they're not having some 
some of the oopsie yucky morning sickness. Everybody's glowing constantly and Yeah, and that you should really just be like grateful every moment that you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. And that it seems like in my mind, this is like my perception that it seems like you know, humans are complicated people and complicated creatures and we have multiple feelings at once and you can feel grateful and also not enjoy the experience you're having all at the same time Mm. but that doesn't seem to be depicted super well in like the media now maybe this is just the media that i'm consuming (laughs) quite possibly but it seems to be that like yeah you should be grateful and if you're complaining then then that means you're not grateful So when you say the media, do you have anything in mind? You keep mentioning the media. So like, you know, pregnancy blog posts, social media, like those types of things. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what you're saying is that you're very grateful to be pregnant. But I don't enjoy being pregnant. Right. And I didn't particularly enjoy Eliza's pregnancy. No. I for the most part, don't have morning sickness, uh, but I do have lots of nausea, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I get really bad headaches. Yeah, you have a trimester that is just the headache trimester. Yeah, so, you know, that's the other thing. That's the second one. The, The blog posts and the pregnancy books all tend to talk about the second trimester as being this, like, glorious time that... You know, you're not too big yet, and you've come out of the first trimester, and you have some more energy, and, you know, you're kind of just, like, in this blissful middle state where, like, everything is good. And that is not my experience. My experience is the second trimester hits, and I immediately am unhappy. I have daily headaches, pretty much. I'm already pretty large because I'm mm. a small lady. You've been very large for a very long time this time around, yeah. especially. Yeah. So I'm already pretty big. I'm having a lot of headaches. And I haven't experienced that like burst of energy that apparently you're supposed to get. <laughs> yeah. Still waiting for that increased libido, too. Yeah, that also, like, nope, sorry, that's not there. Hmm. And then, like, that kind of ties into, like, the other thought I've had, which is that, like, I feel like people don't really accept when you complain about being uncomfortable because, and they tend to follow up, like, if you say, like, oh, I'm really uncomfortable, they tend to follow up with, like, well, it's gonna get worse, you know, you're gonna get bigger, you're gonna get more uncomfortable, you're gonna sleep less, you're gonna have to pee more. That's a lot like the... Like, unhelpful grief yeah. attitudes that yeah. we hear a lot. So it's like, you know, oh, it's only going to get worse. So there's no point in complaining about how awful you feel right now because, like, you have all of this, like, more awful things to look forward to. Yeah, and why aren't you thankful for the level of terrible you feel right now? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I think these are more, become even more complicated when you are a person who has experienced a loss and are pregnant again and are trying very hard to be mindful and appreciative of what is happening 
but you're also not enjoying the experience. Like it just gets, it's just another layer to like have to work through. To be like, I don't, I'm not happy, but this is what I wanted. But I'm not happy that I'm like living it right now. Yeah. Like I'll be happy at the end, but right now, you know, I'm really not. I've already said to you like, so when we bring this baby home, I think I'm good. I don't want to do this again. And maybe my thoughts will change and maybe I will forget how unhappy I was Mm -hmm. in pregnancy. But like right now, I'm like, never again. And if I never have to be pregnant again, I will be okay. And I mean, that pretty much lines up with our plan anyway. So that works out well. Yes. Yeah, it's really... It's just hard when you feel like you have such a, like, such a different experience to what the popular story is being told. Well, it's weird because when I talk about it to other people, uh, like coworkers or whatever, saying the pregnancy's going great, we're super excited and happy, and those things are true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are super yeah. excited and happy, and the pregnancy is going great. Yeah. It's just that pregnancy itself is Doesn't miserable. Doesn't agree with me. My body yeah. does not love being pregnant. Yeah. And I know, like, yes, there are people that, like, definitely have it much worse. You know, like, I haven't, I haven't had to be hospitalized for dehydration. Like, yeah, no, I know it could be worse, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't suck. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, saying, like, acknowledging that other people have it worse is something that everybody with a conscience has to, you know, kind of put out there as, like, a defense thing and say, oh, well, you know... It's not that bad because other people have it worse, but that really downplays your, your own experience, your own <laughs> experience yeah. completely. Because, um, yeah, everybody else has it worse in every situation all the time, probably. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And it's kind of, it, it's thinking about things that way. And this is not just about pregnancy. This is a life hack for you folks <laughs> listening out there. If... You're telling yourself, well, I, I shouldn't be so sad or, or upset or uncomfortable or whatever because other people have it worse. You're just adding to your own suffering by putting yourself down and making yourself feel bad <laughs> for feeling bad. You're saying to yourself, I shouldn't be feeling this way because other people have it worse. What's wrong with me? And then you're compounding your own bad feelings. Life hack from Mike. Yeah. But yeah, it's... It is a tough thing because I get that you're supposed to just walk around glowing all the time and rubbing <laughs> shea butter all over your whole body or something, <laughs> and uh, and everyone you're supposed to be enjoying all of your heightened super senses or something, right? I mean, it is a thing, I, the super senses, which I don't really remember experiencing with Eliza. Like, I don't, like, my sense of smell this time around is, like, way more. Mm, yeah. Like, way more now do I look at you and go, like, you're, like, eating or drinking something. And I'm like, that that smells disgusting. And you need to get it away from my face. I was drinking a delicious bubbly water last night. Oh, my God. It smells so bad. Yeah. And we have freaked right out. <laughs> we were on the same couch. <laughs> Could not happen. 
so I also want to mention. I mean, this is your this is your topic that you're bringing to the table tonight. But um, one thing I do remember is that, especially towards the end of your pregnancy with Eliza, you were extremely uncomfortable all the time, mm. and very unhappy about that, and very excited for Eliza to make her way out of you. Yeah, <laughs> and. After she was born, though, I remember you had a lot of guilt about having those feelings. Yeah, of course, because then, you know, I remember thinking, like, I didn't enjoy those moments that I had. Right. And I think that's a pretty normal feeling for a lost parent to have that, like, oh, if I had known that I had only so little time left, well, then I wouldn't have spent it like hating that I was pregnant right yeah so like yeah which is why I try to like not to like almost separate the feeling uncomfortable from the pregnancy yeah this time like I feel uncomfortable because my belly is getting big and pushing on things but like Then I talk to Squid and I'm like, hey, can we strike a deal that you don't ram my internal organs into my ribcage? Yeah. (laughs) We haven't struck that deal yet, though. We're still negotiating. (laughs) Yeah, it's an interesting thing to uh, continue our commitment to enjoying every moment of this pregnancy because that's all we can do. We have no choice but to... uh, appreciate what we have right now because we don't know what we'll have tomorrow or the day after well yeah exactly and i mean i know and reconcile that with yeah of course you feel miserable yeah like you mentioned and i want humans are complicated (laughs) and can have multiple feelings at the same time all at the same time yeah and you know i'd i'd really like a beer but i can't have a beer Please don't suggest non-alcoholic beers. They're not the same. Don't delete your <laughs> tweets right now. Don't want to hear about it. It's the only perk of COVID is that we're not seeing people. So I'm not being exposed to other people drinking alcohol that I can't have. I think a perk of COVID is that I have to wear a mask at work all the time. And so I don't worry about having food in my teeth anymore. Mm, well, there you go. That's my number one perk. When I started wearing a mask at work, I realized how much time and energy I spend worrying about if there's food in my teeth. (laughs) Because it was like a noticeably different sensation. (laughs) So that's just another life hack for everybody. Hang out, just wear a mask and then you don't have to worry about food in your teeth. Yep. Or having bad zits. Mm. Food on my teeth was a more regular occurrence. The mask doesn't help the forehead zits though. No, that's true. Yeah, no, I still get lots of zits. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Just half of them are covered now. I feel like, yeah, I feel like I'm not usually self-conscious about zits or pimples. What's less gross, zits or pimples? Hey. I feel like pimples is a gross word. I don't get grossed out by things. It's not acne. I don't want to say acne because it's that's not really it. Leah's grossometer is very high. Your grossometer is very high. Now explain that. Oh, no, maybe that's backwards. Maybe my grossometer is low. It takes a lot to gross me out. Your gross tolerance is high. Tolerance, yeah, that's the word I 
Well, I'm just trying to understand what the, the grossometer. The brain scoop. <laughs> yeah, that was the grossometer. That's what I was thinking of. There's a YouTube channel called The Brain Scoop. And they do animal dissections. They do. Well, it's a lot of natural history, but also, especially early on when we started watching, they were doing a lot of animal dissections uh, for the purpose of taxonomy, taxidermy. Taxidermy. Thank That's you. That's the word. <laughs> it wasn't coming to me, and then. It, it came to you incorrectly, but we got there eventually. So they do a lot of museum taxidermy stuff, so you get to see the, the dissections. And at the beginning of the episode, they give you a warning on the grossometer mm. about how bad this one's going to be. I think the only one that really got me was the wolf. Really? That was, like, the worst one they did. Really? That was the one that, I, that like, grossed me out the most. Really? I don't remember anything specific about that. I remember they did the a squirrel big, with a nasty face. It had, the wolf had the big, like, internal wound abscess. Yeah, the wolf had been hit by a car. It was yeah. very sad. Anyway, everyone check and out the brain bad. scoop. Yeah, they do describe the smells a lot on that channel. And, like, the people who do this professionally seem to not like it. So. <laughs> but, yeah, it's good. Um, what about your grossometer? Zits, pimples. Yeah, dumb Masks. Even the masks was already very off topic. Well, brain scoop even it's a, more so. It's a Friday night episode. This is what our listeners have come to expect. Every episode? Well, the last three have been Friday night episodes. So. Mm, I think it just adds like a little bit of color and. Yeah. A little more like they're just chatting with us. Sure. So. Yeah, is there anything else you want to say about not enjoying being pregnant? And Well, I mean, like, what's your, I guess, what is your perception from, like, media that they give off about pregnancy? And what, okay, so that's my first question. I'll let you answer that. Well, so. Like, do you have the same perception that, like, it's pregnancy weird that you, is I find to... it a little weird that you keep bringing up media when well, maybe you mean, like, culture no, or society I, Okay, sure, or but I mean, I did describe what I meant by media before. But yeah, maybe you it's said more social media. And, and I don't see a lot of tweets and... about how great it is being pregnant. So I don't know. I and mean, maybe you don't follow the right people. I don't follow the same people as you for the most part. Actually, on Twitter, we do follow. On Twitter, we do follow mostly the same people. We do have a very... Our Venn diagram is mostly a circle. So, I, d I mean, I do know what you mean. Like, you see... Maybe it is more culture. Maybe you're right. Yeah. The stuff... Well, the stuff that you do see, or the stuff that I see that I'm exposed to is, like... I see a lot of fitness stuff where it's like, this 39-week pregnant lady just finished the Boston Marathon and stuff like that. Uh, or like pregnant ladies doing all this cool yoga and things yeah. like that. And well, I mean, and then, obviously there's no place for the opposite there. Well, yeah. And You're then, not going to have uh, an Instagram, a story on Runner's World magazine about the pregnant runner who did not run at all, all during, during her pregnancy. pregnancy. Yeah, no. Yeah, and I mean, the, then if you continue that narrative of like fitness, it becomes like, oh, this woman six weeks after giving birth was back to competitive competition in whatever sport she competes yeah. competitively in. And it's like, look how fast she bounced back. And look, she's got her like pre-baby body back. Look at her go. Like, Yeah, so... You're right about that. I do see 
And, but, and then nobody so do does the that. story of like, oh, the baby's three and she hasn't lost all the baby weight. Like Nobody does that story, which is like just as normal. I was going to say that sounds more like a social media problem to me, but I think it's that, that idea of only you only see like the, the best of the best of people's lives is heightened on social media which is a big reason why social media is poison and you need to delete your accounts (laughs) immediately but you're right it is in the capital m media i guess just in news and yeah stories and what articles and what have you so yeah no you're right i agree with you on that that yeah, you would only be exposed to the super pregnancies. I think the f- one of the only, or maybe not one of the only, maybe one of the most high-profile pregnancies that wasn't, you know, the ideal pregnancy is Kate Middleton. She had mm. three pregnancies that were very difficult first trimesters, she was hospitalized during all three of those pregnancies during the first trimester because she had severe morning sickness. And, but then once that went away, she was back to her normal royal duties and was going to all the functions and, you know, was f- like then seemingly again the perfect pregnant lady. Yeah. So... You know, even though they did cover like, oh, she's been hospitalized and she needs IV fluids and... Which is, you know, pretty serious. Yeah. (laughs) Being hospitalized while you're pregnant. Yeah, absolutely. Even though they did cover that, it's then like... It it kind of turns into like, oh, see, it was no big deal. Look look what she overcame. She was so sick in the first trimester and now... She's doing all these functions, and she's wearing heels, and she's in dresses, and... She's got a new hat. Like, man, all that lady wanted to do probably was put on yoga pants and sit on the couch and, like, Mm. eat whatever comfort food brought her comfort in that moment. Maybe a nice pud. Yeah. Maybe a nice hot crossed bun. (laughs) Sure. Maybe a... We've been watching a lot of... We've been watching a lot of Great British GBBO, and I cannot think of the names of any kind of food <laughs> on that show right now. We literally just finished an episode right before coming up to record, and Jelloise Sponge is the only thing that is in my brain right now. I cannot come up with a different name of any of the stuff they've ever made on that show. Meringue. Meringue. I was also trying to come up with like funny British ones. Mm, sorry. Like, uh... Sticky toffee pudding? Oh, I said pud, the first mm, thing. Sure, sorry. And then, okay, this was my other question for you. Mm. What is the, like, conversation that partners have around, like, pregnancy? So, like, mm-hmm. you know, when you're talking... I mean, I'm gonna kind of be a little gendered here. But when you're talking with the boys about their wives who are pregnant or have been pregnant... Is the conversation a little more like, oh yeah, pregnancy is really rough and it's not all sunshine and roses? Or is it still like... Well, first we just say, man, I can't believe how fat she is. Isn't this so awful? Mike really wants to sleep on the couch tonight. 
Well, so when you ask about the conversation with the boys, you have to remember that you're talking about me and my circle of boys. Yeah, I know. Which not the, the most m- chatty group, honestly. No, that's not what I mean at all. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I mean my group of boys would for the most part share a lot of the thoughts and feelings that I have about these things. Mm. So I think the question you're asking would have a very different answer if I hung out with more kind of bro dudes in my social circle. But no, because everyone was like, oh yeah. Or I said, I forget what it was, but I was saying, not even talking about pregnancy or anything, but yeah, Leah wanted to do this or or that was kind of funny or weird or something or turned up the temperature in the house to this and the response from my male friend is like yep she's pregnant gets to do whatever she wants like so don't even try to stop her like that's that's how it works please let her do anything she needs because that's what pregnant ladies need. It's like, yeah, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> I get it. It's fine. I know which friend you're talking about. And every time I tweet about having a food craving, he just responds with, it's because you're pregnant. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, all right. So whenever I make the poor choice and I have McDonald's, it's probably because people on Twitter have told me that it's totally fine. <laughs> yeah, you have a lot of enablers on Twitter. <laughs> My Twitter followers just want me to be happy. Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, that is kind of what I thought that, like, it seems to be when you're talking with, and I think this goes for, you know, the person who is pregnant talking with their friends, that, you know, when you're talking with your close circle of people, it becomes very, like, everybody's very honest, like, oh, yeah, I had the same thing. I also got headaches. I also had morning sickness. Yep, my ankles also started swelling that early. Yep, yep, yep. Like, everybody's like, yeah, exactly. But then when you kind of zoom out, it seems like that's when it's like, when you start talking with people who maybe you aren't as close with, that's when it gets, like, a little more fluffy and like, oh, yeah, it's great and, you know, I'm doing fine and everything's fine. And I see why that would kind of Which then I think then kind of um encourages this notion that like the culture has that like pregnancy is fine and totally natural and like everything's gonna be okay yeah and i get why that would make you feel like you're not meeting the standards the of society or yeah. something but and that you're having this completely different experience to what everybody else has which yeah. is why when even somebody who i maybe I'm not super close with asks I kind of try and tell them a pretty truthful version of like (laughs) oh yeah like you know not feeling awesome but enjoying every moment having some headaches but getting through it like yeah I probably do the like I'm probably part of the problem on your behalf when I tell people like oh going great everything's great and we're excited or whatever I mean but like I don't think that's wrong because my pregnancy, is in terms to. of how my body is handling it and how the baby is doing, is going really well. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, but, you know, does my body like being pregnant? Not particularly. Yeah. So, like, I think that's, like, the difference. But when, when you say, like, 
you're a passing acquaintance asks you how it's how's it going or oh isn't it nice being pregnant or something that feels a little like when someone asks you hey how's it going and you say great how are you? Because that's just like the automatic robot response to yeah. human interaction. Yeah. Which, Which I think for a lot of reasons, we need to get better at being yeah. more truthful. When So actually, after Eliza was born, I very radically and very consciously stopped doing that. <laughs> and I'm sure I've slipped back into normal human good how are you. But I remember uh, when I went back to work, you know, and my uh, boss was like, hey, how's it, how's it going? How are you doing? And I just was like, well, really bad. And like, <laughs> went on for like five minutes about how sad I was all the time and stuff. And uh, I think he felt like he regretted asking me how I was doing. <laughs> I mean, but, but also... hey, asked and answered, you know? Yeah. A, like, you ask a question, you're going to get an answer, whether you like what that answer is or not. Don't ask... That's that's the new thing. Don't ask how someone's doing if you don't actually want to know. And, <laughs> and actually tell, say to the person, even if you're, like, passing each other in the hallway, just walking past, hey, how's it going? Pretty sad. Been a rough day. And then they go, uh, and then they're gone, and it's <laughs> yeah. fine. Um, and also, it was probably really important that your boss knew that you had come back to work and you weren't just fantastic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, that's important, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, I think it's fine. I don't know, it is fine. It's for sure fine. All right, so I don't know how helpful this episode was. Maybe it's helpful. I hope yeah. it's helpful. No, I mean... <laughs> If nothing else, I think we've had a conversation that illustrates that, number one, people are complicated and can have feelings Mm -hmm. about different things at the same time. Yep. And number two, it's normal to feel miserable while you're pregnant because your body is getting wrecked. Yeah. And if you are also pregnant currently and are not enjoying it know that you have a friend who can sympathize or if you were pregnant and you didn't love every moment of it again you have a friend who can sympathize and i am always willing to (laughs) vent and complain with other people yeah oh should we check the mail yeah we could check the mail okay there's no mail but that's okay because i have something else to talk about if you're listening to this on Monday or Tuesday, and you live in the United States, we want you to, Please. well, first of all, remember how you already voted and pat yourself on the back and say, great job, me. Good job I voted you. early. You you voted at one of the early polling, or you did a mail-in ballot, or... Yeah, and if you... Haven't voted yet. And if yet. you're saying, ooh, boy, and you Yixies. haven't voted, guess, guess what? You're going to vote. Or else. Please go vote. And then. This is a threat. And then send us a tweet. No, I don't don't care. No, no, no. No, voter accountability. This is what people keep talking about that you need voter accountability. Okay, we'll be your accountability buddy. We're going to be your accountability buddy. You're going to go vote and then you're going to tweet at us that you voted. Yeah. And I know that in the United States, they give out fun little I voted stickers 
which yeah. really I think Canada should adopt that. Gotta get on that. I like the well, sticker. Well, Trudeau promised uh, election reform, and I'm pretty sure it was just about the stickers. And come on, man. Didn't. Get on it. I want a sticker. Anyways, I want to see a photo of your stickers. Because so, in the U.S., yeah. your elections, A, affect Canada pretty directly because... We share a border with you. Affect the world but pretty directly because we share a planet with you. Affects the world because you happen to be a very powerful world force. The second thing I want to say about U.S. elections, you're sitting there thinking, oh, I haven't voted because oh, the lines are so long. The lines aren't long everywhere. A lot of places have totally normal and reasonable size lines. Yeah. And you just kind of walk in and walk out. They only show... Like, it wouldn't be on the news or an interesting thing to show on the news if it was a regular line or only five people in line. You waited five minutes in. That's where it is in most of the country. And I'm sorry if you've got a terrible polling station where there's a big, huge line, but... It, it'll be worth it. It'll be fun. You'll get to stand in a line. It'll be nice. Maybe you'll be in a line with, like, some of your neighbors, and you can chat with your neighbors while you're in line. Beautiful. I don't know. Maybe. You can listen to our other episodes of this podcast while you're in line. And if you're already caught up on all our episodes, you could listen to another podcast. You could listen to the Hamilton Musical soundtrack. Yeah. You could play Sudoku on your phone. Yeah. You could read a book on your phone. Mm-hmm. You could there are listen to apps. Figure an out how audio the, book. Figure out how the library app works on your phone. And guess what? Free audiobooks forever. Yeah. Done. Uh, uh, so those are the first two things I want to say oh, about Oh, you could voting. also like make your mm. grocery list while you're waiting in line. Do some meal planning. Like pick stop. out what you stop. want to eat that night, week. Stop. I'm just giving them ideas. Stop it. This is what I do when the I'm The third in line. thing I want to say about voting in the U.S. elections is that uh, this is the first time ever, actually, in the very long history of BabyQuest that we are officially endorsing one political candidate. And we would like in to, a country that neither of us can vote in. We would like to officially endorse Joseph Gordon Biden. His middle name is Gordon? No. Oh. I was saying, like, Joseph Gordon-Levin. I know, that's what I thought, too. Then I was like, oh, cool, they have the same middle name. (laughs) Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. Yeah. How great would that be? Amazing. Would that be the first female vice president? Yes. (gasps) That'd be exciting. Yeah. I mean, it would be exciting for a lot of reasons. I mean, a lot of reasons. Yes. Um, So, yeah, please uh, make the world better and make the world... (laughs) Suck less for squid. Oh, suck so much less. So, so much less and so much better. This, Think it's of a squid. very powerful change that's happening here. Um, if you're listening to this on Wednesday and you didn't vote, well... Thanks. Way to go. <laughs> um, as Gestures Canadians, broadly. we are very nervous about this election. Yeah, it's terrifying. Uh, because we can't do anything about it. We just we can do this, I guess. I guess, but we just get to like sit back and watch. Yeah. Maybe the world implode. Well, I mean, not literally, but like in a way. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm actually, I'm gonna go on record as being cautiously optimistic. Oh boy, Mike for has the first said time in a very long Mike time. Mike has said this 
a few times already about this election, and every time he says it, it makes me very nervous. I don't know why. I got an okay feeling. I mean, it's having an okay feeling is better than having... Is that the same feeling you dread. have when you have to go to the bathroom? Is that what you're confusing this feeling with? No. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I just figured I'd check. Anyway... We do have American listeners. Oh yeah. I've looked at the maps. We get a we can see a map of what countries people are in. And actually if it's in the states, we can see what states everyone lives in. A bunch of you are in California. Not worried about that. Nope. <laughs> well, I mean maybe we should be. Like how's their wildfire situation? Oh, no no no. I'm very worried about them. Is that Personally, under control not, yet? I was less worried about, like, California going Republican. No, no, not worried about that. No. We do have some... Someone listens in Indiana, too, I saw. <gasps> do you think it's John Green? I mean, probably not. It might be, though. But maybe they know John Green, and they listen wow. to the podcast. Just as good. <laughs> Almost. It's Equal. like six degrees of separation, pretty much. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, don't worry. We can't, like, see... What where anyone city? actually is. I get it's a map of the United States and some of the states are lit up with numbers next to them. <laughs> so that's it. This yeah. is our uh Halloween special, political special, uh Pregnancy is complicated. Pregnancy is complicated and elicits complicated feelings special. Mm-hmm. And we hope you liked it. Yeah. Just like every episode. So you can check us out on Instagram at babyquestpod. Or on Twitter at BabyQuestCast. You can send us an email at... BabyQuestPod at gmail.com. There we go. They changed the icon for Gmail. Everyone freaked out. Yeah, they're slowly doing this to all the Google suite stuff, and it's not a big deal. I don't use Google stuff except for this one BabyQuest email account now, and I don't know, it looks fun. Like, my entire work life is wrapped up in Google, and it's like, it's fine. Yeah, they just changed an icon. Guess what? It's in the exact same spot where you had it before. It's now just a different color. It's not a big deal. I think it looks fine. Yeah. They're kind of doing the multicolor on, like, everything now. Yeah. So it used to be that like everything had its own color, but now it's kind of like they're going like rainbow to everything. Yeah, it's all like the chrome yeah. colors. Yeah. Thanks for listening. I love you. Bye. Mwah. Mwah. <laughs>